0: Um... Ooh. Mm. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! Oh, the Lord, our God, the Almighty reigns. Praise the Lord, it's chat time.
1: Praise Praise the Lord, Lord, it's chat time. time
0: Yes, praise the Lord, it is chat time again. Now, this week, we will continue to discuss current events, and scriptures.
1: Praise the Lord. So it's time for our segment. Did you ever wonder where that phrase came from? And this week, it's an eye for an eye. And I know that a lot of people must know that it comes from the Bible. Um, And, you know, we probably recite it when someone does something wrong. You know, to assert that if someone does something wrong, they should, have done, they should have the same thing done back to them. You know, if you do that, you, you, you know, you pray that God will give you the same punishment or treatment. Well, it came from Matthew chapter 5, 38, and it says, Ye have heard that it hath been said, an eye for an eye and a tooth for a tooth. And then it goes on to say in verse 39, But I say unto you that ye resist not evil, but whosoever shall smite thee on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. So in other words, it's not up to us what should happen to somebody. It's up to God. So um, this week I want to, you know, do some current events. But first I want to, you know, someone sent this, question to me, and I've been thinking about it for a couple of weeks now, and it says, why doesn't God respond when I cry out, God, please help me, and I'm thinking, you know, and I was thinking about it, because I find myself, when I pray, sometimes, Lord, I need help, I do need help, but I never, it never occurred to me that God didn't respond to my prayer, it never occurred to me that God wasn't going to answer me if I said, I You know, because sometimes I feel like I don't know what I need. I know I need help, I don't know specifically, and I'm not about to tell God because I've done that too many times over the years where I think I know better. you know, I think I know, and I'm telling God, I need this and I need that, and you know, I tell him, make it come this way and and do this and and then you know, over the years, I, I felt like, what am I doing?
2: You know? Right. Right. I I think that when they ask the Lord for help, they have to ask in faith, believing that not only that God will, but that God is. And just because they can't see it with the natural eye doesn't mean that they're not receiving the help, you know, because it's by faith. And then once it comes to pass, it's no longer faith because it's reality.
1: Now that doesn't mean that God doesn't care about you. He doesn't mean that He's ignoring your cries for help. Moving. It doesn't mean that uh, because Lord when we moving. cry out, especially people who are sick or afflicted, and and mm-hmm. you know they're in pain and they're suffering. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's it's something everybody wants to avoid is pain. Right. Everybody wants to avoid that. It's not, uh, it's not just a weakness, it's just human, you know? Nobody well, wants to... avoid because the
2: body wasn't designed to
1: accept pain as being normal. And then, you look at Job. How long did God not... I mean, how long was he... I mean, it's not like God just moved immediately.
2: No, it's not like the Lord healed him immediately, but God was still moving. It's just that it wasn't in the way that Job
1: expected
2: God was or his him.
1: wife, or his
2: <laughs> right.
1: it friends, was, or right. anybody, because,
2: you know. Yeah, the Lord allowed the enemy, so God was still moving. The Lord allowed uh, one servant to survive, to come back and bring him the, the news. The Lord allowed his friends to come and speak, you know, but not in wisdom, but yet had one, one young man there where he was in the time where the youth should be seen and not heard, allowed that one young man to speak wisdom. The Lord allowed all this because the Lord meets us where we are, whatever it takes to get through to us. That's what it it took to get through to Job.
1: And and I think he he was in distress because he said, you know, uh, in so many words, he said, if I go to the east, he's not there. If I go to the west, I can't. I, I his body, can't yeah, he couldn't find, him. He it, couldn't find any when in When he's at his work bones. in the north, I don't see him. When he turns to the south, I can't even catch a glimpse of him. Because he was in so much pain. I mean, he had boils, and you know, if anybody has
2: ever had a boil or an ulcer on their body, it is painful. And sometimes the pain, say so when you took that clay, the... the a bit of clay and raked his skin so he could rake the boils, the sores on his body. That was painful too. But the boil itself was probably more painful than him raking it off of his body. He probably felt more relief when he probably pulled that core you know, out. He, it, but he was in torment. And he was in to- And it probably was even
1: more so because he knew he had done no wrong. Mm-hmm. That's the thing. When you know you've done everything right, and you're going through something, and you don't know why you're going through it, you don't understand why you're going through it, you don't feel like you deserve to go through it, you, right. you know that's that's you really out bitter. Why. Then you're thinking, God is punishing. See, some people will be thinking, oh, the right. Lord
2: is punishing me. The Lord doesn't be punishing. You'll be going through a test, though. You'll be going through a trial, and it tries your faith, but and it's then not you, because God is punishing And naturally,
1: you. you just assume, you know, what did I do? You're going through, you're trying to... Go through everything you can think of. I must have done something wrong. I must have. And then when you realize, no, Lord, I didn't. But
2: if I did, then show me. But if you know within yourself all that you know that you haven't done, then you have to realize God is not punishing. Just because you're going through something that's harsh, just because you're going through a fiery trial, does not mean that God is punishing you.
1: And it doesn't mean that he doesn't hear you, right? And it doesn't mean that he's not in the process of answering and, and putting things in place. And he's moving on your behalf, even though you don't I see mean, it. I mean, David in the Psalms said the same thing. There are several Psalms that he, you know, said, "Why uh, do you hide your face from me?" Or, "Please don't hide your face from me." Or, "In mm-hmm. um, a lot of days why said- are you standing so far away?" That
2: was a a prophecy. A lot of that had to deal with the death of Christ and how he felt when he took on all our sins. So we have to realize when you go through a test and trial and the Lord allows you to go through it, it's not because he's punishing you. And when you come
1: out, you come out stronger and you come out established. And even Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane, I mean, he was praying and he asked his father, Mm -hmm. if it be your will, let this cup pass from me. Right. You know, he didn't really want to. He didn't want to no, really. No, pain. I mean, he didn't. Yeah. He didn't want right. to go through whatever your he body was about to go through. Right. He does not want to go through the pain. It, it's
2: just a natural thing that we were designed not to think of pain as being normal. We were designed to enjoy the benefits of health and strength. And so your body naturally just re- rebels against anything that would tear it down, anything that would. Diminish it. Diminishes. Your body just
1: naturally struggles against that. You know, and the, and the thing is, God knows everything. You know, we only know what we see, we only know what we feel, and what we the Lord only...
2: reveals unto us. This
1: is as far as we and can go, and that's it. But you know, God knows all the little itty bitty details mm-hmm. of what we're going through, why we're going through, why mm-hmm. we go through. And- how we're going through and this is what what is going to happen to us when we come
2: out of it right and this is what makes god bless us the more that in the midst of all that confusion for us in the midst of all that turmoil we yet trust in the lord in the midst of that we look up to the lord and we look at him in faith and we look at him in trust even if we don't understand even if we don't have a a reason right then and we can't come up with an answer right then Even though it seems as if it's endless, when we think about the Lord, when we go to the Lord, we go to him humble, trusting, loving. God blesses us beyond measure when he sees that we yet trust in him and that we know that he is a a God that deceives us. When we ask something of the Lord, God does not trick us. And he told us point blank. You know, if you're asking me bread, I won't give you a stone.
1: If you ask of me fish, I won't give you a snake. I'll give you. I remind him of that a lot. Yeah, I won't trick you. <laughs> I remind him, You. this is what you said, Lord. This he said, is I, will said. I will
2: rescue you. I know, will not
1: leave your soul in hell. But you know, God answers every call for help. Mm-hmm. He does. He answers every call for help. But, w- mm-hmm. you know, it might not be the way you want to hear it. It might not be what you desire.
2: But what will ease your, your anxiety and your pain is when you just yield your heart over to trust in him. If you just resign yourself and say, Lord, my heart is fixed and my mind is
1: made up, I'm going to
2: trust in you.
1: And then you have to know that scripture that everybody quotes in Romans 8, 28. Mm -hmm. All things work together for the good of those that love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. And
2: realize work is work. That means there is something in the process. There is something in the making. And then when you say, well, Lord, I'm going to wait on you. It said, I am going to wait. Like Joe said, all my appointed time, however long God has me yet here on this earth, I'm going to wait on the Lord. I'm going to trust in him.
1: All right, so another question is, is there evidence that God answers prayers? What do they is mean by right <laughs> the
2: evidence? Of course there is.
1: There's all kinds of. <laughs> and that's of why
2: you have t- a testimony. Scriptures. Because you are a living witness that in his word because God is his word. You know, but, but, you know, I heard this song one, sa- one time. It said it's not just something I heard. It's not just something I read in his word. He's done more for me than I could ever do for myself. Because I've experienced his love for myself. So, yes, I mean anybody who asked that question evidently must not have had a miracle working wonder with the Lord because God answers prayers. That's why you testify. That's why you become a witness. That's why you become a light that sit upon a hill, salt that hasn't lost its savior. That's why you become a living epistle, to tell of God's goodness towards you.
1: And then when you read the Bible, especially the New Testament, I mean, you can see all through there how God was so full of compassion, how many healings, Mm -hmm. uh, people he healed. Yes. And even in this day and age, you know that that you've been healed. You know that God brought you out of your test and your trial. You know
2: when God has answered your prayer. You are, it is up to you to spread the news. And when you talk about good news, it's not in the past. It's right now in the present. It's not just something that happened to somebody else. It's something that's
1: happening to us, to you. It's something that's happening right now. It's personal. It's not like up for uh, a scientific research. Right. You know, this, God is... Which, yeah, yeah, it's not.
2: Which brings me to the point where when people go into churches with cameras, you know, to film people praising the Lord, I, I, for some reason, I just like, like they're spectators and, and like they're looking at some type of exhibit or something. I don't like that. You know, when I praise the Lord, I want whoever's with me to praise him, too. You know, W.C. Fields was an alcoholic. And if you didn't drink, you could not be around W.C. Fields. He didn't care who you were, you had to drink like he drank. And I feel the same way. If I'm praising God, I don't want somebody just filming me with the camera. I want you to be praising God. Watching you do it. Yeah, right along with me. Better put the camera on automatic and you should be praising God right along with me.
1: You know, we're not a study. You know, I I know that people have had deliverances and healing. I mean, people even who are going through right now and and are looking for more from the Lord, Mm -hmm. more healing, more deliverance, more help, more guidance, more direction you cannot tell me that in the past that in during the course of their life you cannot tell me that they haven't witnessed something so personal that the lord has done for them right and, and it doesn't have to be something so spectacular that you know, something is happening to me right now, and then there's bright lights around me, and angels singing, and 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 trumpets blowing, or whatever. It's, it's, whatever, it's individual, for that individual person, Mm -hmm. you know, it's, you can't tell me that over the years, God spared you from an accident. Right. You know, you could, you went through a red light in the middle of rush hour traffic, because your brakes went out. God spared you. Or somebody
2: else went through like and I mean, that's happened to me so many times. God has spared me from death. where people just ran the light and came within inches. I mean, it, or when people with, with insurance fraud has tried to deliberately cause an accident. And God has spared me. And the vehicle that I was driving. God is good. There's some things you think about
1: and you realize I was just, like David said, I was just a step away from death. Or people who have gotten mugged mm-hmm. and they survived. Right, They didn't get shot. They didn't get killed. Right. Maybe you ended up in the hospital. Maybe mm-hmm. you were hurt You're physically, right. but God spared your life. Yes, because it could have been worse. You know, I was listening to, to somebody on the radio um, today give a testimony about how he was in a, a train wreck and he lost the lower part of his leg. Mm-hmm. And Yet, on top of it all, he was just so grateful because he's alive. the yes. Lord spared his life mm-hmm. he can see his grandkids and mm-hmm. and uh live his life and by the grace of God, he's starting on uh developing his own business mm-hmm. you know before he retires right. so you know there's it's personal, it's just an individual thing or say you you're in pain and you've been sick, and somebody came and prayed for you, mm-hmm. and maybe gradually over time, the Lord healed you right you know everything isn't miraculously instantly right. done right by the Lord. Some things take a, a few days, a few months, or you know all of a sudden you look up and oh my god, i don 't even have that pain anymore right it 's
2: gone or oh, you witness it on behalf of somebody, and you so I saw this with my own eyes, you know, I saw a young man heal with my own eyes, it's, you know, I, I've seen people heal the, the femur bone, you know, that's the, one of the largest bones in your body, broken, and they, they couldn't walk right, and they went up for prayer, the Lord nipped that bone, and I saw it with my own eyes, the person came in limping, walked out whole. And so there are things that God has done, little things are dreams or just speaking to a person
1: within their heart, they know the difference. So I don't know what evidence people look for. You're not going to see Channel 12 or 58 or Channel 6 coming right. <laughs> and report this on the you know, right. evening news. Which or... goes back to
2: what we were talking about a, a couple of weeks ago. The witness is whoever is credible. Because people say a lot of things. People want proof. They want you to, you know, like the woman who had her toes restored by the Lord. Mm -hmm. And people want proof. It's the testimony of the person. When somebody who testifies and is credible, some believe, some don't believe. Some receive a person's testimony, some
1: people don't. And that's how healing takes place, too. You either believe that the Lord is going to heal you and deliver you. Right. Or you don't. Right. And if you don't believe, you won't receive. And I have seen... Saints not be healed I've seen sinners walk away
2: healed because they just trusted in God and God miraculously healed them and in the process Lord said a miraculous healing like that brings with it salvation
1: and then I remember somebody who who said who smoked and they said uh, he was saying that yeah it was going to be a a service for healing and deliverance And, and he said that I know that uh if I get prayed for, I'm never gonna smoke again. And the person got prayed for and sure enough never smoked anything again right. in his life. Right. And, and God is at least cigarettes. No, I don't think he smoked at all, anything. Well I hope but not. it was <laughs> I don't <mean> that. <laughs> anyway. Anyway, the evidence is what you feel in your heart. What you know to be true. Mm-hmm.
2: Because God is a, a witness. He, he will justify and verify it. It won't be just on your
1: say so alone. God will justify it for you. So anyway, moving on. Um, some current events. Some are silly. I don't know. It, it, but this one, I ran across with Dolly Parton. Mm. And she's on the news. They interview her a lot. She's, you see, I see billboards with... Her saying about how she people should love. But this came from the Christian headlines, and she was interviewed, and she was saying that her faith impacts everything that she does. And um, my faith impacts everything that I do because I do believe that through God all things are possible, she told Fox News Digital. And so I always ask God to bless everything that I do and the people that I work with and to bring all the right things and the right people into my life and to take the wrong ones out. So I just try to live through love as much as I can and so I just think my spirituality has been a guiding light in my life and my strength, really in my creative energy. And my spiritual energy has been really a been a great force to keep me going all these years, and still being productive. You know, she's seventy seven, but um, I don't know. I just, I just was looking at this article. Mm-hmm. I was looking at this article, and I was just thinking: Am I the only one? I don't know. Uh, I, I just, I don't know. I don't know Are something you know, about <laughs> my uh you know Miley Cyrus is her goddaughter or okay. something and and of course you're going to embrace family. Mm-hmm. I don't know how much she condones of what some of the things that sh- she does. Yeah. But then I was watching the Christmas special just this last Christmas and it was talking about um I don't know, all the people on her set, okay. all the people that are working for her, and I don't... Uh, gay people, and, mm-hmm. and, and that's fine. That's fine, but... It's, 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 uh, there's something that bothers me about... About that it's, it's not... It's like you love a person, but you still have to tell them that... True you still have to tell them that the Lord doesn't like that. Right, that it's a
2: sin and that it will separate you from the Lord. I think that they have the wrong understanding when they feel like, well, when you love, you also have to be accepting of everything a person does, and that's how you prove that you love. But that's not, by you not accepting those things that aren't right, that's how you prove that you love someone. Even the Lord tells you in raising a child, a parent that won't discipline their child, Does not love
1: them. And this is the uh, the end of the interview, and she says you need to kind of hold your own as well. And don't let, as far as, I think she was talking about being bullied or something. Don't let them get the upper hand, and you don't have to play into what they're doing. It's the worst thing you can do for bullies. Just walk away as if they don't exist. You know, like you don't hear it. Like you don't care. Like, that's not who I am. I know who I am. I don't need... To be telling, I don't need to be telling me who you think I am. But um, yeah, that's because I
2: believe in her childhood she had been bullied a lot. But you know, when a person loves somebody, when because Jesus loved the people, the multitude, He let them know they were wrong. That's why the Pharisees couldn't take them. That's why He would tell them, you know, that you were like white and self-accursed. He said you look pretty on the outside, but on the inside you're rotten right to the bone. He didn't do that to be sarcastic. He did that because he loved them, that if they could see themselves and recognize they were wrong, then they could come to repentance. So that's what love is, when someone does not lie to you.
1: Right. So I wanted to touch, I don't know how much time we're going to have, but about Whoopi Goldberg just recently. She was on The View Uh talking about... the Bible while defending sex change surgeries mm. for minors. <laughs> and, she, you know, she oh, said yeah. um, <coughs> it, it was just so confusing. Well, I didn't understand. Be, she, this is what she said. Use. My mm. God, this is a party that says talking about government because mm. it's talking about um, Senate Bill 99. And um, she said this is uh, the Democratic. Party and Republican Party, and it says, my God, this is a party that says we believe in parents' rights, Goldberg say, says. You're telling me that as a parent, I'm not smart enough to decide if my child and I need to have gender affirming or doctors are not involved. The Hollywood actress appeared to imply that Christian conservatives are dictating what, what books parents can allow their kids to read, A possible reference to several controversies centered around parents outraged over the reading materials made accessible to children in public schools. And this is what she says. Now you explain this to me. So what is, I can't decide what my kids read, I can't decide for my child what my child Says is going on. Goldberg continued. You're telling me your beliefs. Your and they keep saying it, and I keep saying it. What the what Bible are you reading? Because God was really clear. And I'm thinking, clear. what exactly was clear. Goldberg implying that the Bible was clear or unclear about? I have I no know. idea what
2: what what she's reading. They told me that there now is a King James version, uh, Bible rewritten for for uh. Homosexual, so it's the King James homosexual version of the Bible. So I don't and you just probably take out any reference to anything that God has decreed. But it's 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 a sad. We're not saying, and when they say the Christians, no, God has said. All we're saying that if as a parent, we're not trying to tell you what to do with your child. As long as what you're doing to your child is normal, you know. So if if you abuse your child. If you torture your child, you can't say, well, that's my child. I can do with my child what I wish. You know, the the atrocities that some people do to children, just because it's your child doesn't make it right for you to torment them.
1: Anyway, we're going to have to continue this next week.
0: Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that have breath praise the Lord. Now, this week's verse of the day comes from Proverbs 3 and 7. Be not wise in thy own eyes. Fear the Lord and depart from evil. Now ain't God all right?
1: God is all right. Praise the Lord. Last week's Food for Thought it was, where do you find the eyes, ears, and the face of the Lord? And the answer is, over the righteous, open to prayer, and against those that do evil. And that answer can be found in 1 Peter chapter 3, verse 12. And it reads, For the eyes of the Lord are over the righteous, and his ears are open unto their prayers, but the face of the Lord is against them that do evil. This week's food for thought is, if the Lord allows it, when is it better to suffer? Hint, the Bible, and that's food for thought.